0: And welcome to the MoonWise Lunar Forecast for August 11th through September 9th, 2018. I'm your host, Dorte-Sophie Royal, and today we'll check in with Susan Lipschitz of Everyday Medicine Woman as she takes a look at the upcoming month and gives us her take on the astrological, lunar, and collective energies that we're experiencing. Hi, Susan. Thank you for joining us on the show today. It looks like we're at the end or coming towards the end of an eclipse season. And I'm very excited to hear your insights.
1: Thank you very much. As always, it's uh, an absolute pleasure to be in conversation with you and all of our beautiful listeners. Uh, What I am certainly hearing uh, around in circles that I'm holding in, you know, with friends and with um, clients, pretty much an overwhelm and an exhaustion Um, and uh, definitely some areas of uh, just daily life process of feeling kind of off about even are we hungry? Are we not hungry? Um, you know, how to even stay focused in meditation. Most people's sleep patterns are off. having really um, uh, you know, disturbing re- dreams could be one facet, but also vivid dreams. Um, and uh, just over or just feeling like I didn't quite fall asleep all night. and I feel like I was just kind of buzzing or in a realm. so it's it's been highly activating on one level, but I think exhausting on another level. Uh, and I think we need to keep this in mind, even though we're moving out of some of it, that you know, our mind and our spirit might be ready to move forward, but other parts of ourselves need tending to. So that's always sort of a, an awareness that we do live in a body and we can't rush uh, whatever elements that are our body needs. But yeah, I would love if we were all on a Zoom call and we could each just talk about what we experienced. Um, and I think we're going to even feel it more. I don't even think we have words for it right now. Um, we're just having our own little anecdotes about, you know, whether they're extreme changes or shifts or ahas or, understandings or whatever they might be so yes we are uh 8 11 18 we're having our last of three potent new moons and this is a new moon solar eclipse 18 degrees leo so if you happen to know your chart um you know me i'm always encouraging us to know our our zodiac wheel because we can track this a little bit more nuanced for ourselves Um, that's more of where the heavy hitting, the direction, the action is for us as individuals. And then when we look at collective charts of the United States or other parts of the world, um, n- remember that new moons are the beginning of planting cycles, the beginning of starting something that we grow to f- fruition. And normally they come to fruition at the full moon of every cycle. But With solar eclipses, the new moons are enhanced significantly so that the playing out of this can really uh, have a longer arc, six months, nine months. Some astrologers talk even as long as two years. So we have these hues or elements that are really, in a beautiful way, kind of textured over eclipses over time that are still working with and through us and playing themselves out. Um, And the thing about this one that makes it even more interesting for lack of a better word, I should probably say you're not allowed to say intense, but um, powerful or impactful is that it's in Leo and Leo is a fixed fire sign. Leo rules the heart and Leo is about a reboot anyway, because Leo is solar force. So when we think about a solar um, new moon solar eclipse, it's a light out And then a light on or like when we look at powers, when power goes out and then power reboots. And, you know, some lineages uh, will talk about it's not safe to be outside, we should be quiet, praying, meditating. Being calm inside because it is a time where there is no light and it just can be exposing. Uh, So, all of us need to be thoughtful about that. This isn't as grand an eclipse, it's a partial eclipse. We don't necessarily see it in um, North America, this particular go around, but it is the last um, new moon solar eclipse that we will be having in Leo for 19 years. And so, it's um, sending us some really powerful messages that have been in play for us um, around 19 year cycles we are completing and what we are opening the door up to at this time. We have been going through these three eclipses in literally one month, which I found just kind of a mind blow. Um, So if we review really quickly and we see that the last months go around of that new moon, uh, first solar eclipse was in Cancer. And so what we remember about that is that Cancer, is uh, ruled by the moon, and so it's got an extra emphasis around maternal, mother, ancestry, family of origin, and deeper than family of origin, our root, our inner, you know, our inner root that has to do with whether we call it soul ancestry or just a whole different level of wisdom and connectivity and understanding at a number of levels um, that was activated. And um, again, allowing us to, to get that sense of and be able to set that tone that worked through the lunation. Um, and then at that time, you know, after that we, so we're in the beginning of summer with, because we had the summer solstice and we had that lunar experience, you know, the, the moon rules our inner nature, our emotions, our inner self. So the sun is obviously more our ego, our light, our, uh, the, how the essence flows through and is animated. So in that sense, as we went through the the, um, cancer, then we went into that full moon two weeks ago, which was a lunar eclipse, and when the moon is interrupted by the shadow of the earth, there is that experience of the dark side of the moon and the dark side of us. Dark not meaning bad. It means if we think about this as our lunar nature, it's more of our emotions and maybe things that we shield from other people seeing, doubts that we have inside, inner issues around worthiness, um, and how we what motivates us that really is more in a deeper sense of what we don't feel is enough within ourselves or what, whatever might be going on in that way. And we had um, we had that ruled by Aquarius, which was an air sign. And so that really allowed us to step in. Even though we were just looking at cancer, which is where do we come from, Aquarius says, yeah, but who are you? And who, who do you affiliate with that is truly resonant with and represents what you care about and what you um, really want to uh, be part of? And so it takes a step out to say you've got to be willing to walk your own path in order to then regroup in that way. And sometimes that means, and we talked about last time, letting go of who we're not and letting go of the people in our lives or the places or the things that truly just aren't working for us, even though we might not know how to... I don't use the word replace, but really the the fear of saying we're walking with you know singularly for a period of time, or not clear of of how we will get our needs met, or collaborate with, or whatever that might mean. So it's it's uh, you know kind of another element of that solar eclipse, and I don't that lunar eclipse. I apologize. And so I don't know about you, but that was really really intense for me, and I did a. a, a, a full moon gathering um that night and it was i was practically levitating i mean it was really really powerful with uh we had a number of women like 40 women doing the practice that we did on the last um podcast uh where we talked about um really going into the embodiment of self and aerating that place where we hold what we need to let go of because it was a self you know in that South self nodal eclipse it's time to let go it's like that karmic understanding that i can't take this with me and um i need to be allowed i need to move it with myself with a lot of love but certainty that um this is embedded in me in some part and i need to work with it so it was it was really very beautiful to be literally in the company of other women some of who'd never been in circle before but I felt very called to be together in a community and to um show up for themselves and utilize these planetary cycles to do so. So whoever you, you know, who is doing this alone or is doing this in small groups in your living room or, you know, doing it together on uh, on our virtual community, I can't tell you how much I love you and how much, it, how important it is to take care of ourselves and to show up and, and there's no perfect right way, it's just a call to action on behalf of ourselves. Um, so again, with that full moon that we're moving out of, we're in coming out of a very deep waning moon cycle and so in that we had Mercury, you know, what? Retrograde. We're still in a Mercury retrograde cycle, um, but it's um, past its. Uh, corner we turned a corner on the 8th which was really beautiful because it was also what's called the lion's gate and that's when the galactic center is felt to be open and when there is a beautiful alignment and a download you know i've talked about akashic energy and realm before or cosmic consciousness we are still in it by the way until the 12th so even while we're talking right now when you meditate right now when you're uh we're even kind of connecting at that that openness to. Uh, recognizing that we are celestial beings as well as earthly beings, and Earth is a planet and moving around in, in the universe, that um, we can really connect with a higher um, divine intelligence that can help us uh, inform and change our vibration, our cellular structure, our the way we hold our understanding of things, and um, really can move to higher not being better but cleaner, clearer, um, uh, more collaborative, and more oneness. So uh, we're there right now. So as we turn the corner with the Mercury being in retrograde, Mercury is retrograde in Leo, so even more solar heart fire, uh, and that will uh, still be in play as we're in this new moon solar eclipse uh, right now. So as we move into that and we start to move into Leo, in this moment um the thing to remember so if we talked about cancer being ruled by the moon and being very um more of we often talk about the yin and the yang or the masculine and the feminine in these ways um if it's also more of a familial nature with the early part of the summer because of cancer, as we moved into this Leo season, Leo is very much the inner child or child. So it's all about self-expression, about being out in the world. So there's a creativity, there's a buoyancy, there's a joy, there's a light And um, with the light, we have to keep remembering is also an element of shadow. Leo's are great leaders um, or that Leo nature or that element of ourselves wants to bring ourselves forward and feels capable intrinsically of keeping, you know, of moving ourselves forward. If we feel repressed around that, you know, that can be really debilitating and challenging because we want to self-express, we want to uh, create, but if we have um, been told that our creative capacities are not up to par, or we've been traumatized in that way, or we've been shamed, or we feel um, in some way our natural inhibition, and who hasn't been, um, is somehow repressed, we function in, you know, in a way that feels, I think... Um, stagnant or artificial for ourselves, self-conscious. And um, something that if nothing if nothing else, what I hope for all of us is that we could um, try to let go of self-consciousness and more allow ourselves to uh, really trust in what how can we most, how can we most authentically and organically, allow ourselves to express what is longing to be expressed within, and that's generally through our heart, Um, what wants to move forward. It's a way of connecting with our passion and it's a way of connecting with energy, but is organized around um, a sense of of call almost, or a sense of um, desire or joy you know, it needs to be brought forth, um, a passion. So, you know, it's kind of a shifting in, in what moves through. It still can be uh, a, a little uncomfortable, and it still can be, we don't know what necessarily what's going to come forth, but that's all. That's what creativity is all about, right? We don't know how it's going to come forth. So it's a big leap of faith, but we feel called to bring it forth and be seen. And so I think that's some of what, what in general, Leo, what can happen. I think. That normally we, you know, what goes on with every year when we have the new moon or we have the Leo season, we can feel more uninhibited in that way. Um, But at this particular time, we have to remember that we have such, so much tension around us, which we've been talking about with six um, planets that have been retrograde two of which are more personal planets being Mercury and Mars, which are really affecting us because Mercury always affects communication and it affects our mind and it affects our speech and how we communicate. And it's in Leo, so it might feel like we're, we really want to get it out and yet we're feeling that it's coming across in certain ways that might feel impulsive and might feel not well thought out and and um, the reactions and, and you might feel abrupt you know, like a little brush fire, like we're seeing all these fires around us. It's a a fire sign. Um, And with Mars, I think the biggest thing, because um, Mars went retrograde in June and it's not going uh, direct until uh, August 27th. But with Mars, um, that's deeply influencing our ability to Uh, move and express our energy forward. So as we've been talking about, this creates a lot of internal frustration and challenge. And it's been at the opposite sign. It's been in Aquarius, which we just had that, you know, the, the south node lunar eclipse saying, wait, we've got to really discern how we use our energy and how we use our mind. In how we express ourselves and and so forth. So there's so much restructuring. The other planets are much more that are still retrograde, are really more about time and timing with with Saturn. And then the other ones are big collective generational and Pluto, you know, about transformation and Neptune and so many others that we can talk about later. But meaning... um, they really are influencing what we're seeing on a global level, the global conversation, and some of the erratic and the um, call to action around um, justice for all. You know, Venus right now is in Libra, and so Venus in Libra, even though she's balanced in beauty and she exalts in her sign, she's very much the Statue of Liberty, where that activist went up and she said, hey, we're gonna keep talking about these children and immigrant rights and, and and ripping off the illusion of justice for all. And so she walked right up to Lady Liberty and she was the embodiment of that. And that's powerful, powerful activism at a moment where we're really having to rip off our illusions, which is Neptune. So we're still in a in a very much a dismantling and getting real, and it's tough, and it's hard, and it's uncomfortable, and so be it. We need to dismantle, and in a way that allows um, a more truthful and righteous, and I mean real, authentically righteous, um, way for for everyone to really be at a at a level setting experience, and that's going to be going on for a while. So. In terms of this particular um, uh, new moon, you know, uh, this this third eclipse. So if we think about these eclipses and cycles, and we think about the first one being self-love, awakening the ancestors, coming home to our ancestral self, like the heart of who we are. The second one is the self-delineation of what is mine and mine alone, the discernment of who I am and who I'm not. And this third one, I kept feeling, you know, I love a good journey story, I love a mythic story, I love archetypes, and I was so deeply feeling about this sense of the power and the responsibility and the sense of the sacred heart or the sacred flame, like so much is in Leo. So we think about Leo rules the heart, Leo rules the upper um, shoulders and like that higher part of the neck. And so when we think about the heart chakra opening, it's not just the heart and the chest, but a lot of times we feel it kind of gets locked up in our shoulders because it's got to move through our hands and our arms. There's little heart chakras in our hands. That's how we touch and feel and communicate love. So when we think about this and we feel into that, it's sort of like I was feeling into us as, particularly as women on our podcast of, you know, Moonwise and the Moon tenco and Wise Women, it's like this sense of a breastplate. And so that encompasses our cancer, new moon and cancer, first eclipse. And our second one of what are we creating an oath to, which is Aquarius about what are your values and belief systems. So, you know, that old school sort of to thy known self be true. I'm creating an oath of valor to my value system that I'm upholding the royal, which is Leo, you know, royal and valor and, 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 um, you know, that sense of, of Uh, of walking with intention and integrity and pride. And then that sense on on this third one of really, okay, but how do we, we still with a flame or a fire, like we think about the sacred fire in our heart, we have to tend to that or it'll go out. If we let it go without any kind of discernment or having some sort of, um, you know, containment, it will burn up everything. So it's how do we walk with that? You know, how do we balance that? You know, when people do the fire walks, there's a certain way they walk and a certain way they have to, you know, think in order to not get burned. Well, it's kind of that. We're being entrusted now with this 19-year news cycle opening the door of a north node where it gets launched and animated in Leo, in fire. It's awakening. It's like going, okay, here you go. It's like, you know, the sense of saying fire has been started. How are you going to keep it alive? how are you going to work with it? So we have to, you know, the dismantling of that ego element of entitlement. Now the, you know, Leo, remember big light, big shadow, Leo's incredibly dramatic. So we have to really, you know, watch it to say, Oh yeah, I can embellish this. I can get really high dramatic. Oh my God. It feels like so compelling to get high drama. Also remember inner child children are very dramatic. So we have to work with that part of that unhealed inner child or whatever that might mean for us. Sorry, That's what we need to do. So we need ego strength. If we don't feel strong, we can't carry this fire crossed. We can't keep our oath. So the practice practices I was thinking about this is we need to think about this as, again, if we link the eclipses, that ferocity of love you know like like we talked about the heartbreak that's been going on for all of us especially with that new moon in cancer where everyone felt that that angst and that compassion and that outrage about the children being separated from the families. And really, you know, that extends in a much greater conversation around so many people being disenfranchised from what is rightly theirs. But this, this connection and saying, let that ferocity, let that sacred activism, let what you feel on fire inside of you Um, Also be part of this because we need to bring forth the collective calling that we are all individually a part of in this notion of being reanimated with our energy. Um, And also engaging with yourself. Align with your truth. One of the things I kept feeling is sort of that slang of just do you. I love that. Someone was telling me about a, a friend of theirs child getting Bullied and what, you know, about her shoes or something at school. And what the girl just walked back and said to her is, you know what? So-and-so you do you and I'll do me. And it was like, that was it. It was done. There was just, there was nothing else to say for any of it. She was just like, I'm going to wear what I wear. You were, you were good on everyone. And that's kind of like what we have to start doing is let's just do us. But what does that really, really mean? So we're starting this process and let the truth offer a vision. Um, so when we're talking about heart, we're talking about a big awakening. Remember when we're opening up with this new moon, we want to plant some seeds. And I would just say right now, since they're 19 year seeds, imagine you've got golden seeds. Remember heart golden um, in your hands. Trust that these are seeds. You might not be able to know. I, I would, if you know exactly what they are, good on you, I, I don't kind of have a clue. And, and I wish I did. All I know is um, I want to be more true to myself. I want to be able to make good on the destiny that I wrote in the stars before I came down. I want to be able to to reorganize it in a way that is of highest heart and goodness and, and generosity and service and sweetness and personal pleasure, you know? It's like things like that. I, those are just little ones coming up to me. But if we had like little seeds in our hands and we knew that they were really precious for us and we... They were they were ones that we couldn't articulate right now because we're bringing them into form we might have one or two that we're very clear we want to make good on like we're ready to go do it but if there are a few that we don't feel clear about but in our heart we have a sense of general direction that's that's beautiful and remember that it's for starting a 19year cycle we're also um, This is karmic as well. When we talked about the south node where we were letting something go, I think we all had clarity about that because we could look backwards and go, oh yeah, 1999. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You know, we got these ahas. What are we clean? You know, what are we ending and completing a cycle on? We are, we just, this is our, this is something that is not known to us in our conscious self but it's who we are becoming we're breathing life into something that before we came down if we believe more esoterically like that lion's gate that opened on eight eight that we're still around with our sacred contract with our destiny with our soul with our potential with our wisdom with our becoming and then how we express it whether it's through work whether it's through our family whether it's through our personal practices loving ourselves whatever that might be it's all perfect it's a quadrant in our life um we don't consciously have that material. It will start to get clear. So, don't beat yourself up and saying I have to know what it is. You know, I think the most important thing I'm saying is don't panic with the intensity of what, how we're speaking about this. Leave room for mystery, always, 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 because it allows our 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 mystery, our intuition, our wisdom self to speak to us through the signs and the symbols and all of that you know this is a time of year where um uh people are known to take whether it's retreat time go on vacation or or a vision quest or a time where there's i'm waiting for a vision so to speak and so open your heart up to that to say I need to be open to what the clouds look like and the whispers, you know, the words I hear, the song in the winds. It's really getting subtle with nature and with what we, what people speak to us about. um, Just starting to to really put the dots together, and I think we're going to see that in that new in the full moon in a couple of weeks, um, which comes forth in Pisces because Pisces is all about um, bliss and. You know, really separating delusion and illusion into that dream and beginning to dream again. So, try to understand that this is all going to come into form. Uh, Mercury goes direct on the 19th, and Mars, thank the Lord, goes direct right around that full moon on the 27th. And um, we're going to start to truly, because then, but right before the new moon, um, which happens in Virgo on the 9th, 9 9, we're going to feel. Uh, Saturn goes direct, and that Saturn is going to feel because it's so much gives us our our sense of timing and our sense of structure, and it's been so rerouted, and it's going to still go, you know, keep going, but it's going to give us the blueprint that it's been working on. So the way I look at it is, if you know, you know, when you go in a place now where you can't get a cell, and you know, you can't get any service. And you just have to, you don't know where you are. You're going to start to see the little lines come up and you're going to, oh my gosh, I'm getting service again. I can get on the map and I can see where I'm going uh, or I can have communication. We're going to really feel that in September. So around the new moon, you know, this is that time to do deep connection and really make, like I said, that deep heart, sacred heart commitment to yourself and what you really care about in the collective. And, and keep remembering it is power, and power requires responsibility and personal authority, or it goes all over the place, and it's harmful. So, you know, a lot, is still retrograde. we got to really hold tight. I had a vision of us having one foot in one realm, like a foot in one world and a foot in another. Like, we're not, we have to still really be careful how we move for a little while, be mind and body and thoughtful, or we can really get, you know, drink dump in the water or something um you know in that way uh so it is it's still a difficult time and like i said just please um allow everything to start to reformulate and allow a sense of being able to translate so that's really um what what i want to try to um hit the highlights on so i hope i didn't overwhelm everybody um i tried to be as kind of calming and reassuring while also really um, validating how wild and um uh, undomesticated you know unruly this time uh, continues to be for all of us
0: thank you so much, susan and I can certainly attest to many of the feelings that you mentioned that, you know, I'm going through. And I think a lot of our listeners are also experiencing in their own unique ways. So that is very reassuring. It's nice to have at least a roadmap and to know that we're not alone and to know that things will start to kind of gel and we'll get a little more clarity with communication in the future. So that's good news. Do you have anything you'd like to share with our listeners about your work or anything that you
1: are doing um, currently? Thanks. Um, well, I want to give our listeners a a sneak, sneak preview heads up that hopefully by the next couple weeks, we'll have saved the date that we'll be announcing our, um, our retreat, our 19th retreat for 2019 in the spring. It will be over Mother's Day weekend and it will be a domestic trip. So I'm really excited about it. And it's, um, really we were just talking about it this morning we're over the moon with excitement so please keep your eyes peeled for our save the date uh for our 19th gathering
0: oh my gosh that's very exciting i may have to make a mother's day present to myself (laughs) and go with you Wonderful. Well, thank you so much again, Susan, for joining us each month. These have been truly helpful. And thank you also to all of our listeners who've been sending me emails to express their feedback about the podcast. And thank you also for sharing the podcast with your friends and your loved ones and giving us shout outs on social media. It really helps to kind of build our grassroots community. And and we really are happy to get to know you all. Thank you for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate us on iTunes and leave a review. And you're invited to be part of our growing community on Patreon, where you can get access to bonus offerings related to this episode and other treats. Join us at patreon.com slash moonwise. And if you haven't heard our recent episode with Danae grandmother and ceremonial leader Woman Stand Shining, I highly recommend it. We talk about joy as strength and remembering our role as women in the sacred hoop of life. Woman Stand Shining talks about women's role as visionaries for the community and her own powerful experiences in the Moon Lodge. You can listen to that episode and all our previous episodes on Moontent.co or subscribe to MoonWise on iTunes. Thank you and see you next time.